Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning, football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City, the epicenter of New Year's Day, if you will. Happy 2024, everybody. It's January 1. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Kyle, happy new year. Happy new year to you guys. Great to see you. 2024. Was everybody up at midnight? (laughs) I was. was. Why? Yeah. Catching up on the games. Catching up on everything. Having to ring it in. I was up. I was taking a leak, and I went back to bed. (laughs) I was going to say, what the heck were you doing? I was up at midnight for 90 seconds. Very good. Didn't we have a 4.30 a.m. production call meeting for football talk? Yeah. We don't get holidays, but you know what? We get football. Mm -hmm. We do get football, Peter. Happy New Year. You You said we have football. Shall we get to the football? Yeah, do it. Let's do it. Let's get to the lead block. We have some Packers and we have some Vikings. That's what the blue helmet represents. Packers get the victory. Huge celebration for both. Love it. Stepping up 33 to 10. All right. Let's get to the varsity. All due respect. Packers and Vikings matter. This is the big dog here. Uh, Dolphins trying to play for the division. Ravens trying to play for the whole kit and caboodle. The big dog. The bye. The one. The Ravens uh, walloped the Dolphins 56 to 19. It got really ugly at the end. The Dolphins are still 11 and 5 and very much in the hunt with a massive game next week that we'll get to. But let's hear from Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh. Here's Lamar on the Ravens' mindset as the number one seed. Are they underappreciated and underrespected? What? We've been an underdog all season, even all season. You know, um, we like to keep it that way and just keep that on our mindset. We don't fall into the, the narratives of things changing. You know, just last week we were about to get toe up, or, you know, however they said it. But our team, you know, we, we take that to heart and we go out there and play football. And that's what we know we did. that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we can't go out there thinking, um, since we're the favorites, team's just going to buy down and just play how we want them to play. You got to go take it. And that, that's what we do. To step up and play the way they had and to put an exclamation point on it, 
triple exclamation points on it with a performance like this. Pretty much a well-rounded, perfect performance like that after the uh, opening bell. Even that, to bounce back from the beginning of the game the way they did. It says about who, who they are, and I just have so much respect for them. We love Harps. Did he have about somebody after the game? It looks like he has a huge abrasion on his forehead. Have you seen the locker room? Video? I have. Uh, getting jiggy with it is the, the, uh, <laughs> the take a lion spike to the head. Yes, yeah, exactly right. Uh, Ravens, what a story. They're the number one seed. They've already clinched home field advantage throughout the AFC, and they get not only a week 18 game without to play anybody, they also get the bye. Good for the Ravens. Dolphins, things get a little bit trickier. They go to the two seed. But a loss to Buffalo cost them the division and any home field games on mm. Sunday. A wild one in the AFC. The NFC is even more interesting if you go through what happened on Saturday night, which we will I assure you we will detail. We're not yes. avoiding Saturday night's game. The Niners, with the Philly loss, they go to one and already clinch things up. They're good. And then you look at Philly, they're on the outside as a wild card. They're going to be traveling to Tampa right now because Dallas, yes, they won that game. And Detroit is the three seed, but <laughs> we see the Packers at the bottom there. They're now in, and the Seahawks are out because they lost to the seat to the Steelers at home. Mm-hmm. Well, celebration, regardless of how intense it was, the Ravens had a blowout win. It was like convincing from any moment you mm-hmm. turn that game on. You're like, wait a second, what's happening here in Baltimore? Jason Lamar looked great. He did, and. I- for me, I was in Chicago. I was doing that game. The whole yeah. time, you're checking the score. I get on the plane. I turn on NFL Plus, and, I watch, and I'm watching a condensed version <laughs> as a gentleman next to me is coughing and doing all types sure. of great. things on the airplane. Not a fun experience. But lovely. to your point, lovely. A, a great way to spend your New Year's Eve <laughs> on the plane. That's the exact Wet sound. Coughs. Terrible. <laughs> but I, get, I turn this game on, and Lamar, you think about We went into the week, and you're talking about all the MVP talk about Lamar Jackson. Everybody's saying, but you look at the numbers. They're not even as good as where they were when he won the MVP back in 2019. And Lamar said, they're not that good. All right, well, watch what I do today. Threw for five touchdowns, just wheeling and dealing all over the field and convince everybody with his performance that, yes, I am the MVP, what I'm able to do with this Baltimore Ravens team. And it was everybody on the offense. Kyle just said it. Pat Ricard scoring a touchdown where he's grabbing the ball with one hand. Likely so many different people. You know Scott, Melvin Gordon got Melvin Gordon. It looked good doing it. Make, making moves in the whole nine <laughs> late in that game. And it was unbelievable. Just the way they beat down on him because you went into this game and you're like, this is it. Miami, they were able to beat Dallas. They beat a winning football team, this, that, and the third, and the Ravens like, hold on, no. We are the team, and Jamie, you said it last week, you're, the Ravens are the measuring stick right now in the NFL as the best team going, and they win that football game, and they're celebrating, has t-shirts, the whole nine, and all I could think of was measuring stick, yeah. and for John Harbaugh, he yeah. just set the measuring stick for what a head coach is supposed to look like oh. in the locker room. So the next time we see one of these head coaches dancing and celebrate, if your knees don't work like John Harbaugh and you can't get that low and move the arms around with whatever dance move you want to call it, Harbs has been doing it for a long time. And when you see that type of passion, emotion, and energy, so shout out to John Harbaugh. Sure, what you say, getting jiggy with it in the locker room? Oh. You know, I don't think he has that abrasion in that video, so I, I think, think something happened. I think it's a war wound. It's the red badge of courage. I think and I is. like it, Harps. I think the elbow's got him. Bam! <laughs>
<laughs> dropping bows. Um, no, like, hyperbole is enough for what they just did, like, to the to two of the best teams in football. Yeah. They went into San Francisco and kicked the snot out of yeah. them, and then the Dolphins come in with, with more days to rest, more days to prepare, and a whole game plan, and the Ravens just blew them out. You think about this. They were on the bye, the Ravens. They came off the bye. They beat the Rams 37-31 in that amazing, you know, overtime win. They blew out the Jaguars in Jacksonville. They blew out the 49ers, and then they blew out the Dolphins. That's pretty good. That's They've been on the playoffs. And your reward now is Lamar doesn't have to play next week. Lamar doesn't have to play the following week. And you can just sit back, smoke a cigar, and watch the rest of the league beat each other up and have these collision courses while you guys sit pretty and get awesome. healthy. I love what this team did yesterday because, like Jason was saying, it felt like an avalanche. And I go back to like the early 90s Bills in the playoffs, and it would be like they'd play the Raiders or the Dolphins, and it would be close in the first quarter and then it would just be out of control jim kelly you know hitting andre reed hitting thurman thomas and then, okay, just, and then all of a sudden it's 60 points on the board and I you're know. like wait what how who, how who this is what it felt like so many unsung guys on this team have stepped up in the last few weeks you're talking about likely uh, bateman's been really good right like yeah. you look at you watch these games justice hill has been awesome melvin gordon's making plays here i i really like this ravens team they're really deep And real quick, a note from Sarah Ellison, who does a wonderful job um, covering the Ravens on her site. No team has ever led the league in points allowed, Mm -hmm. takeaways, Mm -hmm. and sacks in the same season. Mm -hmm. Okay, No team ever, not even the 2,000 Ravens. Sarah points out that Baltimore leads in all three categories right now. So we're talking about an amazing offense that's really deep and then maybe the most historic defense since the 2,000 Ravens in that franchise. So when you're talking about... Great offense, great defense, and oh, by the way, the best kicker of all time. <laughs> Feel yeah. pretty good about our shot going into January. Now they get they get a week off and watch the rest of the league bang up against each other. It's pretty fun. That's the best team in the league playing their best game. And I would challenge you, to what, what is the Ravens' best game this year? Because was it this one? Was it the Niners game? Was it when they beat the crap out of a pretty tough Seahawks team? Was it when they destroyed a really good Lions team? You, you could just take your pick. You went early 90s Bills. I'm going late 90s Bulls. Okay. There was a game in the Bulls-Jazz Finals. It was 1998 Finals. The Chicago Bulls won 96-54. to 54. Mm-hmm. They won by 42 points over Malone and Stockton and everybody Every single player on the Bulls scored a basket. Bill Wennington was the last one. He hit a baseline jumper, and it's like, Bill? it's complete. Bill Wennington scored. That's what it felt like watching the Ravens yesterday. Ricard scored. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon to? scored. It's like, empty the bench and Dickie get them Simpsons, to score. Get in. Get in there. Ronnie Brown wants to score. Judd Bushler scored. Bobby Hansen scored. Dennis <laughs> Hobson scored. They all scored. And that was the best basketball team at the time. The, the Ravens have a feel of a basketball team. It's all dunks and threes and runs and reverses. They have a long, long rest to chill, to think, to do whatever, to party, to not, to put some ointment on whatever's on John's head from headbutting somebody. Uh, it was just a full flex. Yeah. Spread their wings. We are the best team. Harbaugh said it afterwards. He's like, we basically played perfect. Like, yeah. every coach is like, well, we got some things to shore up. No, nah, we don't have to clean squat. I think we played our perfect yeah. game and we're the best team. There's some demons that are lurking for the playoff performances and Lamar in the playoffs mm-hmm. and how he's played. That's a few weeks from now. Best team in the league playing their best game against a very good Dolphins team yeah. that now has a massive week, and we'll talk about the Dolphins yeah. later. Well, by the numbers, Lamar played perfect because he had the perfect passer rating for just the third time in his career. The only quarterback that's done it four times is Ben Roethlisberger. So he has Hmm. time still to attain that fourth one. A player, I'm going to have you guess, a player on the Ravens who Hmm. said, I felt like I was at the movie theater. I just didn't have any popcorn watching Lamar Jackson's performance was. If you had to take a guess, who would have said Odell? 
No, Ro uh, Roquan Smith, uh. our smiley friend of the show, Roquan Smith. You know who else I enjoyed watching all season long? It's been the silent assassin, fast twitch rookie wide receiver, Zay Flowers. He has been so unbelievable. And now he has the most receiving yards for the Ravens in uh, organization history. He passed Torrey Smith. Now he's got 842, and he's still got a game to go. Granted, I know he did it in 17 weeks, but it has been so fun and electric to watch Zay Flowers. Jay, I know you picked him as your offensive rookie of the year. When I saw him in London, I I told him, like, Jason McCourty picked you, and he's smiling. I got his back. I got his back. He is so into it. You can tell his personality is uh, contagious in that locker room for the Baltimore Ravens. Ian Rappaport, good morning to you. Uh, you are also smiley and ruthless and fast twitch as well when it comes to your fast. news segments. Sure. Uh, what are we looking at after week 17? That's true. <laughs> yeah, a costly Dolphin. No, it's actually true. Not even joking. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, a costly Dolphins loss in a number of ways, psyche-wise, wins, losses, and then just injuries. We'll start with Tua Tagovailoa. This is the least serious injury we'll be discussing, but still, it's a quarterback and one of their best players. Let's get into it. Tua Tagovailoa in the fourth quarter, went down, landed hard, it seemed, on his left shoulder, was knocked out of the game, originally questionable, then did not return. I think mostly in part because of the score. Talked to reporters after the game. You could see him in pain right there, saying, I'm good, just sore. You have to imagine this is one that will let him stay on the field next week in a huge game for the AFC East, but at least something because it's a quarterback worth monitoring. This one was worse. Bradley Chubb, all 11 sacks, and one of the better defenders on this Miami Dolphins. Really good defense. Someone who they traded for, upgraded their defense, is now potentially out for the season with a significant knee injury and we do not know the extent of, of what he have of what happened to him it was a non-contact injury with 305 left in the game with them down like 30. Mike McDaniel the head coach talking after the game saying obviously it doesn't look very smart now considering that he got hurt plenty of second guessing going to go on but most important thing here MRI coming today to determine the full extent and see whether or not somehow some way that offense could get Bradley Chubb back this season although it seems unlikely. Then another injury worth monitoring, Christian McCaffrey went down with what could be a calf strain, according to Kyle Shanahan. If you watch the game, you can see him on the sideline, kind of getting taped on the back of his calf, was originally questionable. Didn't go back in, and I would not imagine we will see him next week, considering there's really nothing to play for, no reason to. Seems to be the kind of thing that would heal up and have him fine for the playoffs, but at least another injury just to keep our eye on, guys. But that's the luxury of having the one seed. You can rest for a couple of weeks. Ian, back to the Ravens. Yeah. I know you have a lot of sources in Baltimore. Did something happen to John Harbaugh in the postgame? We've been tracking this. He looks fine on the <laughs> sideline. In his postgame presser, he seems to have an abrasion or some sort of cut directly on his forehead. We know how hard he was partying. Can you find out if maybe there was a headbutt or the way he was dancing? It might even be a rug burn. I don't know what's going on. But something happened to John Harbaugh's head. I'd like you to see if you can tap into your sources. Yeah, I mean, I assumed it was like, you know, Latimer placed at the table, putting his head through one of the, yeah. the cars in the <laughs> uh, parking lot. I mean, that was, I didn't actually ask any questions, but that was just my assumption at its face. I mean, look, this is a tough, tough Ravens team. That is the picture of it. I love all of it. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? The Ravens are certainly loving it in the locker room. That is John Harbaugh and Ian Rapport. Thank you so much. Talk to you in a little bit, but still to come on Good Morning Football. Are the Bears becoming that team that, like, if they were in the playoffs, they would knock somebody off, but they're not going to be in the this playoffs. Lions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jason was there. Jason, you're going to have takes on the Bears, right? I 100% am on Justin Fields for sure. Jason was in the snow globe. That was really cool to watch you guys do that. Plus, the Eagles, oh my gosh, just comatose. They lose at home to the Cardinals. How does this affect the playoff picture? Shocking, or is it? <laughs>
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Happy New Year's, everybody. We're in New York City yesterday in New Jersey. The Rams traveled to New Jersey to play the Giants, where it looked like it should be an easy win, but it was anything but the Giants showed up. Rams clinch a playoff spot. The Giants almost pulled off the upset. Could the Washington Commanders, that is Brock Purdy, looking to bounce back from that Ravens game. All right. The 49ers are cruising, taking care of business. They win this one 27 to 10. No upset on their watch. But how about here? Philadelphia, it says they're trying to maintain control of the NFC East. They're trying to maintain control of their lives. What is going on? Kyler Murray has been sick. He's going to play anyway. The Cardinals go to Philly and win. I'm not even going to say shocks the Eagles. The Cardinals are like Nate Diaz. I'm not surprised, bleeper, bleeper. Is that guy surprised? Is that thing coming off the rails? Guys, the Eagles lose to the 3-12 Cardinals coming in. They lose at home. The Cardinals have bought one at the Steelers and at the Eagles. The Eagles are 11-5. Here's what Jalen Hurts has to say after another frustrating loss. Mm. A lot of the games we've lost have been because of the lack of finishing in those situations. And so um, it's another learning opportunity for us. And um, 
you know, we still have everything in front of us to do what we want to do. Still got to clean things up, and there's still a, a sense of urgency to do that. And in the end, it's about us um, having our hands on deck to do so. NFC playoff picture with that loss. The Eagles, they fall all the way down to the five seed where they'll likely be going on the road in the playoffs, barring some surprises in week 18. Niners, they actually clinch the number one and home field throughout, and they also get a bye. They found out while they were in the tunnel during Commanders 49ers, the Eagles had just lost to the Cardinals. Over the two, right here, what? Here we go. Come, Come on, Kyle. Let me see. Uh, number one three. Let's go. <laughs> he got in. Let's go. Jonathan Gannon's like, look what you made me do with the Cardinals <laughs> in Week 17. The Eagles, this is shocking. Did you use that word? I, I think so. I think so. there's still a lot of hope. There's still a lot of belief in this Eagles team. And you're watching the first half if you're an Eagles fan. And, yes, you're going into this game. You squeak past the New York Giants. You're like, all right, we got the, we got the Cardinals coming in. We got to win this one. We got to get a good feeling going into the playoffs. In the first half, it looked that way. Eagles fans, all right, we're good. Jalen Hurts, this is what he does. He's rolling out. He finds Julio Jones of all people. We have Julio scoring multiple touchdowns uh -huh. in the first half of a game against the Arizona Cardinals. We're up 21 to 6 in the first half. This is a blowout. We're going to feel great about it. You guys are all on social media. You see the memes where it's a SpongeBob and it says, moments later. A few moments later. A few moments later. Arizona Cardinals said, you know what? We're not done. Jonathan Gannon still has this team believing. They have their vacations booked. They know exactly where they're going, what island they're going to be sitting on, who's going with them. What kind of room they get and they know all that? Whether it's a significant other, whether it's just an other, they got it all planned oh, out. Solo. But they said, you know what? We're going to go win this game first. We're going to go out with a bang. Yeah. And that's what they did. They were able to come back in that second half and I think shock the Philadelphia Eagles. Shout out to Jonathan Gannon and the Cardinals. I'm watching this game. Yeah. It's Michael Carter, the player cut from the Jets making great See plays. the moves? Yes. Amazing moves. It's, I'm going to get the name wrong, Amari Demarcado making plays. This, this offense is not exactly CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard and household names like Debo and Kittle. And they just had their way with this Philly defense. I don't care if it's Patricia, I don't care if it's Sean Desai, I don't care if it's Jonathan Gannon going back and coaching that defense, I don't care if it's Steve Spagnuolo calling this defense. You name the former defensive coordinator of the Eagles, the, the Cardinals were just rolling right through them. This is shameful if you're Philly at home in week 17 and a must win. Are you kidding? You say is it a surprise. Not really. <laughs> They've been terrible the last few weeks. Since terrible. December. They had the Giants scoring on an 80-yard pass to Darius Slayton when the game was put away last week, and they had to fight to the very bitter end then. Greg Dorch, I love, I love these names. I like Greg Dorch. Too. Obviously, we have got bigger names, but like when you see Rondale Moore and Trey McBride just absolutely rip apart yeah. the Philly defense, I, I can't say in good faith they're going to be able to stop Stafford and McVay and whatever else is coming their way. They're going to likely have to go on the road. It might be one and done. They could have Monty Kiffin running the defense. <laughs> Jim Schwartz. Ryan. Sure. And you, anybody, anybody, they ain't doing anything. Philadelphia got more defensive intensity from James Harden in his time there that the Eagles Ooh, are giving him. Wow. Right you understand that? Like, James Harden wow. is slapping the floor, locking guys up compared to the Eagles' defense right now. That's it. 
Harden with the beard and all that, he turned into like any name your defensive stopper. Uh, Bruce Bowen, Gerald Wilkins, Gerald Wilkins, Rajah Bell, the Kobe stoppers. Bell. Like he turned into all he was Joe Dumars, James Harden, <laughs> compared to the Eagles defense right now. If you had told us the Eagles are gonna lose four or five down the stretch, like, yeah. oh my gosh, they must have lost Jalen. They had this terrible No, no, no. They're all out there. Howie Roseman's like, what are we supposed to do? I built the perfect more machine and they suck. The defense looks terrible. You guys, watch, do, do me a favor. Take Matt Patricia, I got an idea. Pull up some, some footage from the 76ers last year, like 2022, and just focus on James Harden, not on offense, on defense, and show that to your guys as what effort looks like and mm. focus and intensity mm. and determination, because that would be an upgrade at this point. So watch yourself some James Harden and Maybe you might get better to not lose the, the Giants next week. Harden tape. Trust me, it'll work. Bravo, Kyle. Come on. That was good. What am I watching? Hair, hair. hair. You're giving uh, Jim Carrey the pen is blue. Yes. right there. Broadcast news. That's <laughs> right. Albert Brooks. I got the sweat, too. I'm watching the Eagles. By the way, Cardinals, great win. Yeah. Yes, awesome win. Yes. James Conner, Kyler Murray. Have mm. they stay awesome. Greg Dorch. Awesome. Dorch. Love Dorch on this show. All right, so it's a new year, but we have one more week left of our NFL season that we currently find ourselves in. Week 18 starts off on a Saturday. It's a double header, so we put you on notice to clear your Saturday plans. And then Sunday night, it's Bills Dolphins for the regular season finale. That game is Dolphins win, they clinch the AFC East, and they're the two seed. If the Bills win, they clinch the AFC East, and they also have another way in. Mm. There's a smattering of options that we will cover for you on Goring Football. We love a smattering, yes, and we, we love getting what we want, which is Bills Dolphins next yes. week for a lot of stakes. Meanwhile, Patriots Bills. Strange game, so many turnovers. Started the game with a kickoff return for a touchdown by the Patriots. Bills win. Bring us Bills Dolphins now, please. All right, let's go to Bengals Chiefs. This was the highlight game on CBS. Taylor Swift in the house, of course, New Year's Eve. It was a struggle. It was a slog. But the Chiefs finally got a little something going on offense. Chiefs can take a big exhale. They win the AFC West. The Bengals... Eliminated. That's the Chiefs' eighth straight AFC West title. Mm, congratulations to them. The Colts are the last team in starting yesterday. They were the 17 backs against the subway door. Can they inch their way in to a crowded playoff train car? This one was close. Colts were at home against the Raiders, but they would win 23-20 to as Antonio Pierce is the interim head coach of the Raiders, eliminated from playoff contention. All right, elsewhere in the division, we have the Houston Texans taking on the Tennessee Titans. C.J. Stroud missed the last two games with a concussion, but he is back. The Texans absolutely rolled in this game as they won 26-3. Stroud and making his comeback victorious. All right, the Steelers have not won in Seattle in 40 years. 40 years. They just don't go there much, and they certainly haven't won. Seattle begins the day as the seventh seed in the playoffs, but the Steelers go to Seattle and win, and they are alive. They are alive, and so many teams are still alive. Look at the AFC playoff picture. You have a 9-7 Colts team, a 9-7 Texans team, a 9-7 Steelers team, and then you've got scenarios where the Bills can be knocked out, the Dolphins can find a way to fall back. It's all sorts of wild, and we're going to get into it now on the show. And all three of those teams play on Saturday this mm. weekend in the NFL. Colts, Texans, and Steelers, they're all 9-7. and seven. They are on the edge. They're tipping, tipping in the AFC playoff picture. Guys, Peter, which of those 9-7s and sevens does your eye go to? I love what the Steelers are doing since Mason <laughs> Rudolph gets it. You don't get nine lives in football, but it feels like this 2023 yeah. Steelers team has nine lives. We called them for dead like three different times. They changed quarterbacks three different times. And now we've got Mason Rudolph, and they've now won two huge games. 
Bengals they blew out, and then to go into Seattle, like you said, first time in 40 years with Mason Rudolph and the boys, and to just beat up on a really proud Seahawks defense, essentially put the Seahawks up against the wall and maybe knock them out of the playoffs and then give them playoff life. So what do they need? Okay, Steelers need to beat the Ravens on Saturday. All right, have to beat the Ravens on Saturday. Then they need the Dolphins to beat the Bills or the Titans to beat the Jaguars. That would get the Steelers Mm. into the playoffs. They could also earn a playoff spot if they win, the Bills win, the Jaguars win, but the Texans and Colts game ends in a tie. I don't think that's happening. So (laughs) if you're a Steelers fan this morning, you're rooting for your team to win on Saturday, take care of business, and then either or the Dolphins beating the Bills or the Titans beating the Jaguars. Good luck, Steelers. That's an unbelievable story this season. I'm sticking with Pittsburgh, too. Nobody likes a guy that says, I told you so, but I told you so, and I told you so. Don't give up on this team. I get it. It was scary. It was dark. It was ugly. They're losing to the Colts. They're losing to the Patriots. They're losing to the Cardinals, and they snapped their fingers, and here we are like we are every single year. Everyone thought they're just going to fade away. Mason Rudolph comes in. When can we start the Mason Rudolph comeback player of the year campaign? I want that at the buzzer, Mason. Move over, Flacco. Um, They look like a different team. They they looked like... Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer were out there, and they have 2,000-yard rushers. They got playmakers coming out of their ears all of a sudden. I don't know where this team was for most of the month of December, but they're incredible to watch. We're not even seeing T.J. Watt in the highlight package. They didn't even need him. Don't ever give up on the Steelers. Don't do it. Gal, say it again. Peter, you just win all the scenarios. I don't care. They're getting in. They're getting in. They're getting in. They're getting in. In. Don't give up on the Steelers. You look dumb when you do it. I told you. I told you. I told you. Jason. All right, the 9 and 17s. I'll give you guys an easier scenario. I'm looking at the Houston Texans. CJ okay. Stroud, yes. he made his return. It was that Jets game. He gets knocked out. And then Case Keenum comes in. He beats the Titans, keeps them afloat. Then they lose to the Browns. All right, Stroud comes back. The defense performed out of their mind against the Tennessee Titans. But for the Texans, right now, a date with Destiny. They play the Indianapolis Colts. In that game, if Jacksonville loses to the Titans, the Texans have a chance chance to win the AFC South and host a playoff game. But if that doesn't happen, all they have to do is beat the Indianapolis Colts and they are, are they in winning the in? playoffs. They're winning and they control their own destiny. Same with the Colts. So this is a huge Week 18 matchup for these two teams. Hmm. I know the Bills-Dolphins things is quite sexy. Yes. I get it. They got the Sunday night treatment, but the Texans-Colts got the Saturday night treatment, people, okay. and that's where your eyes need to go because, as Jason just said, it's winning in. I go with the Shane Steichen Coach of the Year campaign because he is, you know, backup quarterback issues 2.0. We get the Aaron Rodgers experience this week one. Bam, slapped us in the face. But the Anthony Richardson depression era that began when he first started to get hurt and the way he was playing, it sucks for the Colts. We didn't want this to happen. They had a fun young team. Jonathan Taylor figured out his stuff coming into October. All of a sudden, we're like, wait a second. Gardner Minshew is going to treat us to this kind of quarterback play again? And now we find the Colts playing this way again? Their defense, their run game, the Colts are so fun to watch. And it's the Saturday night trip. Meet people, that's what you want to play winning in on the NFL Week 18. Winning in, baby. All right, like coming it. up. The Dolphins get trampled. Gosh, it feels weird to say that. On New Year's Eve, what a way to close out 2023. But, hey, new chapter, new year. We're going to break down the AFC playoff picture. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. 
John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Packers 33-10. Uh, here's Jordan Love after the Packers match. Yeah, it means a lot. I mean, this is exactly the situation we've been working for all offseason, you know, all through training camp to get ready to put ourselves in a position to make the playoffs. Um, and, you know, like I said, it hasn't been easy all year. There's been a lot of highs and lows, a lot of adversity, and we didn't know what to expect coming into the year. We didn't have any expect- expectations. So, you know, I think everybody's just continuing to work, continue to find ways to get better. And, you know, we're controlling our destiny right now. So... I'm excited to go handle business next week. Packers almost quietly just found themselves in the seventh seat. They're in the playoffs right now. It's really cool to see what Green Bay's put together the last few weeks. They went over to Carolina last week, this week here. And then as the Seahawks inexplicably lose, and of course we see some of the stuff from the Vikings and the Falcons, the Packers elevate to the seventh seed. And right now, if the playoffs were tomorrow, they'd be in. So this is one of those rare experiences where we start the year week one, Packers-Bears. Yeah. Kyle gave this great diatribe about Packers or Bears. You can't let the Packers come in and beat you. Well, now the situation is fully reversed. The Bears are going on the road to Lambeau, mm-hmm. and they co- fully control their playoff destiny. The Packers do. So how about with a win and in for week 18? This would be crazy. What do we make of the Packers scenario, Peter, they find themselves in? It's been a really cool story for the Packers. I mentioned Joe Barry and his defense stepping up and when they needed him most. But you look at this team, as as Rodgers was leaving, I think everyone thought, well, it's going to all be on Jordan Love and let's see if he can do it with a bunch of no-name receivers. Those no-name receivers are really good. Like, 
Jaden Reed's a really good receiver. He broke the Packers rookie record for catches in a season yesterday. Mm. It's awesome. This guy is all over the two touchdown catches. You know, they get the ball back from, you know, the ball and Preston Smith strips Jaron Hall and they come right back and they they hit him. He joined Billy Houghton mm-hmm. and Eddie Lacy, Eddie Lacy, the old running back. Yeah. As just the third Packers rookie in team history to score 10 or more touchdowns in a season. Sweet. Jaden Reed is an all-rookie performer. This guy is having an amazing year. Lost in the Nakua and Zay Flowers talk is what Jaden Reed has been doing for the Green Bay Packers. And it's not just him. They've got a really, really young offense that's all coming up together. And, of course, they've winning in. I'm looking even beyond that. Let's say Mm. they do win. How about a wild card week game where the Packers travel to Dallas and you have Green Bay, Dallas, and it's those two logos. And you've got this young, nothing-to-lose Packers team going up against the Cowboys with the weight of the world on them Mm. at their home field where they haven't lost all season. I'm into this (laughs) Packers team. It's a fun story, and I like the way the defense has stepped up the last couple weeks. It is a fun story because it's kind of been an up-and-down, especially you look at Jordan Love. He went into this season, and we were talking about him as the guy he's taking over for Aaron Rodgers, and he'd come out, and right away we are like, wow, could this be the same trajectory? trajectory from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer to maybe a future one in Jordan Love, and now he's bouncing back and he's playing really well, and as I look at Week 18, I'm like, all right, on one side, we have, on the Green Bay Packers side, we have Jordan Love. On the other side for the Chicago Bears, we have Justin Fields. We have two guys that you looked at them this past week. They both played unbelievable football. For Jordan Love in his last seven, seven games, he has like 16 touchdowns and one interception. Yesterday for Justin Fields on the other side, We don't know if he's a future quarterback of the Chicago Bears, and all he talked about along with his teammates were, we just want to finish this season with a bang. So as well as the Packers are playing, you talked about a win versus Carolina, and they win last night against the Vikings. The Chicago Bears, although they're not in the playoff contention anymore, they're eliminated. They're going to come fired up for this game because it's a way to finish a game and be spoiler. And you think about it. Last year, at Lambeau Field, the Detroit Lions went in. They knew they were eliminated as they walked onto the field, as they found out earlier that day. For the Chicago Bears, they know they're eliminated, and they're walking into Lambeau with the same intentions. I am so looking forward to this game, especially the storyline of these two quarterbacks, of how we started this season talking about both of them being mysterious. I think Jordan Love has made his stamp on the season. For Fields, it could be his stamp for the rest of his career. You're not exaggerating. We're going to talk about that game all week. Like That feels like a life playoff game mm. for Justin Fields. I don't think his fate is decided. I don't. I think it still hangs in the balance. As far as this game, great look for the Packers and the coaches to not only win this game, not only stay alive. The massive story was Jair Alexander sitting him down in the highest-paid corner in the NFL. You're going to suspend him against Justin Jefferson, a game you have to win. Ten points. Jefferson, five catches, it wasn't a factor. I wouldn't say that's a great look for Jair that he got sat down and the defense held him to 10 points. Yeah. But the Packers coaches, everybody who made that decision, if you get torched, that's the first thing everybody says. Could have used Jair out there, dummies. Yeah. No, no, they're like, we got this. It's December. We're the Packers and you're not. We win. It was an awesome night for them. Uh, Peter, I think it's a quick review of what the Packers have dealt with for the first part of the season because everyone had the focus on Jordan Love and just like, what is he going to do? But to your saying defensively, they took some punches and there was no expectation that this team was going to be here. Yeah, like Joe Barry has been the most dragged upon defensive coordinator this side of Sean Desai. And yet when they needed him most, it was like, all right, the defense stepped up. To your point, without Jair Alexander, losing all those players in the offseason, Zadarius Smith goes with all these guys. And they all stepped up. They were great. Young defense, too. Like, so many young names flying all over the field. I don't know. Jamie, I I know the the Vikings made this decision to go with Jaron Hall. Maybe it's different with Nick Mullins. Maybe it's not. Mm. I I don't think... 
this conversation should be about the Vikings in this moment. It should be about the Packers and uh, the, the potential that they find themselves in uh, because Simone Biles' husband, you know, part of that defense, great. Yep, coming up. The Lions caught a tough break on Saturday night against the Cowboys. We're going to unpack that drama. We're going to leave time, some, some wiggle room. Is this, this coming up next? This is next. All right, we got things to say still. Prepare Clear the decks. Yourself. Go on. Yeah. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.